Welcome back to the Building Together podcast. Thank you for being here. If you are new or if you've been here like since day one, um, just want to say I appreciate you for taking the time to listen in. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, you know that this episode is a product of two failed attempts at doing a live on Instagram and bringing this information that way. Um, so I decided I'm going to go ahead and make an episode out of it for now. Um, so I hope that this this episode brings value. The topic was too good just to like leave it. So, um, and you guys had really good questions around it. The topic today is how do we respond to resistance when we're trying to make positive change in our relationships? Um, and the question around that was really good. It's it was there was a few. There was what do I do, or how do I respond to resistance when it's me, like when I'm resisting myself, <laughs> which is so, 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 so common. The other one is, what do I do if my partner is resisting what I'm doing? And the third was like, what do I do if my partner is anticipating this change and how apprehensive about um, about it and I'm feeling resistance from them? So all really great questions. And I want to start off with a, resistance comes up so much, whether you've gone to therapy or gone to coaching or not, you've probably experienced it because if you're human, you've experienced change and you've probably experienced, you know, some, some thick resistance around it, especially if you're someone who is trying to implement, um, a new habit, a healthy habit, um, and whether or not you have like support around you, it could just be difficult where, um, or I should say, what I also want to know is how common it is and why it comes up. It's not something that we talk about enough that I think, I think we should talk about it more as therapists and coach to clients. Cause I think we do our clients a disservice when we don't address the resistance that most likely will come when they try to implement what we're practicing in session. In session, you know, we're in this like little cocoon, right? And there's so many factors that, you know, aren't playing a role. But when our clients get into the real world and they're around other people and they're with their partner um, and they're trying to implement these things and there's other stressors around them, they can feel very discouraged when they don't know what to do with this resistance or how to respond to it, it can be very discouraging. So that's why I want to talk about it today. Um, the other thing is, is our minds, our brains specifically, um, the basal ganglia, the part of your brain that is responsible for um, creating these new habits. The way that it operates is in a way that wants to conserve energy. Therefore, it's going to take the path of least resistance. It's going to take the path that is known. It's going to take the old habit path. It's going to take the old emotion path. It's going to take the old reaction, the the ways that you've been doing things that is so known to it. Because again, it's a path, the path of least resistance. It will take less energy to go downhill that way than to try and track like a new path. That makes sense. So just keeping in mind that that's what your brain will want to do. So having grace for yourself, knowing that, okay, it's going to want to do that and I'm going to have to push back. I'm going to have to be the resistance to that, you know, um, 
and, and reminding ourselves of this. So first thing, the first um, point I, I want to give you that can help you in responding to your own resistance is to acknowledge that, or I should say reframe, reframe the meaning behind it. So for a lot of people, when they start to feel resistance, they begin to think like, oh, this is hard. And then it goes into self-doubt. Oh, this is hard and I don't think I can do it. Or this is hard and it shouldn't be. That comes up a lot because we're in this like, I don't know, age of like least resistance and ease and calling in this easeful life. And it's like, gosh, in so many ways, it's such BS because you, when you want to make positive change, when you want to make any type of change, you are going to come up against some things. And a lot of times it's going to be your own resistance from your own old thoughts, narratives, etc. And you're going to have to push through it. And, um, and, and it'll be worth it. That's the thing to get to that next level. It'll be worth it. So don't believe this whole, like, if it's meant to be, it'll be easy or a relationship shouldn't be work. No, you're going to, you're going to work a muscle. You're going to work some muscles. If, if, if you want change in your relationship and you want to better your relationship. Now, not everyone does and therefore comfort will be, will be, um, where they stay and and that's okay too. So, but if you are listening to this episode, you probably want to better your relationship. And so <laughs> you want to know how to deal with this resistance. So number one, reframing, letting the resistance be a cue that you are doing the thing and you are going in the right direction. Let it be a cue that this is the beginning of your process and the resistance is thick and it will dissipate over time. Like just reminding yourself like, okay, I knew this was going to come up, deep breaths, like this is hard and I have to keep going. Then number two, um, so if that's when we're dealing with our own resistance, right? That's coming up for us when we're feeling like, oh gosh, this is hard. You know, another thing to think about is when you're creating a new habit, um, is really thinking about how it strengthens um, your values. So what value can you attach this to? What shared value could you and your partner attach this to? And that's, that's very helpful because um, it gives meaning and it gives purpose behind what you're doing. And when you have purpose and meaning behind something that you're doing, you're more likely to stick to it. So the, this number two is um, kind of like is in response to the second question, which was, what do I do if my partner is resistant? And that comes up a lot too, especially when there's one partner who, and they have good, you know, they have really good intentions. Like they go to therapy or they go to coaching to do their own inner work, right? Which Side note, I suggest if you're in a relationship or you're married, like do that together. And I'll, that could be a whole episode actually. But anyways, let's say 
you have, um, you know, you're, you're in your own session and you try to implement something with the expectation that, okay, this is going to up-level my relationship. This is going to make things better because I'm doing this thing differently in a more positive way. And then you end up doing it and you get a response from your partner that is not what you expected. Like they either maybe don't really respond to it, don't seems like they don't notice and that's hurtful, or they question it and you get offended, or they're kind of resistant to it. Like they just have a reaction or a response to it that you weren't anticipating and it's not a good feeling. Like it's just, it's kind of like not, like they're really resisting it. My response to that or my my tip for that is asking yourself, have you communicated with them what you were trying to do differently? And if not, you need to. And if you're planning on doing something differently now, before you start that thing, talk, let them know, let them know that this is something you're trying to do. Why not? What is the, what is the purpose in not telling them? Um, because here's what happens. A lot of times, like our partner is not resisting, um, the positive thing that we're trying to bring in. Like they're not resisting the, the end result, right? What they're resisting is the discomfort of the change that they didn't know about. Um, yeah, and, and a lot of times they're resisting like this just change, which is very human. Um, and maybe they're expressing that in ways like that are very reactive. And so I always think or I always say like it's it's beneficial, like if you are deciding or thinking, like I'm gonna do this thing, I'm gonna make this change. And it's for the benefit of our relationship, then you should talk to your partner about it. You should let them know. You should have a discussion with them to see where they're at with it. Um, because A, it builds trust. B, it builds intimacy. You're letting them in. You are um, letting them know what you're trying to do so it doesn't feel like manipulative. It doesn't feel like any of those things which you're not trying to be, um, but it can come off as. And it gives the opportunity for your partner to have input on it and for your partner to also um, get on board and to, to support this change. It's like help, help them help you. You know, you already are, if you're already trying to do something differently, the best thing you can do is let your partner know and allow them to support you um, in making that positive change. And if it's specifically something better for the relationship, then you need to have them as a part of that discussion anyways, because do they think it's, do they think it's positive? Have you even asked them? What shared value is it building? Talk about that. What fears come up? Talk about that because that's real too. Um, so those are just some things to think about. Some other questions you can um, kind of like when it comes to questions and that you need to ask yourself when you're creating a new, new habit is again, like what is the value and purpose to this change? 
How will it impact others? Have you thought about how um, these changes will impact each other in your guys' life? Um, I think that's always a great discussion to have because we can have different ideas um, of what that can look like. And thirdly, what do you guys or what do you expect it to look like and expect of each other through this change? So um, some examples, especially when making positive changes for the relationship, big or small, let's go with something that is like, okay, we have, we have both, we're, we're both in the know of this change that we want to make. Let's say it's like a change in like job um, role situation that comes up a lot, right? Like we decided like, it's going to be better for so, you know, this partner to go back to school so that they can, um, you know, get the, get into that job that's going to have build more income and in the end, it'll be good for, for our whole family type of thing. Okay. Yeah. Sounds like it's agreed upon check mark, you know, both, both parties are in the know, both parties agree this will be good in the end. Um, now what happens is let's say some, some time in the process, right? Things get disrupted. Like that partner, um, goes back to school and like the reality sets in of like that partner has less time for the other partner. That partner has to study and has to cost money, like all of these things. Right. And it gets uncomfortable for the other partner and there's some maybe expressed frustration around it. And the partner that's, you know, in, in school or doing the new thing, whether it's in school, whether it's like a new job or whatever, um, they're now feeling like, oh, well, they, they're not supporting me. They don't support me. No, they are struggling a little bit with it, but that doesn't mean they're not supporting you. And, and it's good to have conversation when those things come up. It's good to talk about how this is impacting each other and put it in the Put it in the air, like call it out, because if you don't, it can build and build and build. And one thing that is so helpful in these situations is really acknowledging the effort each other is putting in, acknowledging that it can be hard. Just because you call it out and say it's hard doesn't mean you're saying it's a failure. We know it's going to be hard. Like we know that change is going to be hard. Acknowledging when you see your partner struggling or the change impacting them in ways like you both didn't anticipate, like calling that out and saying like, I see like, you know, we didn't, I I didn't think it was going to be, you know, it was going to impact this part of, you know, your life and, or, or it was going to be difficult for you in this way. Like I didn't anticipate that. How can I support? That is huge because you are seeing them. And if there's one thing that people need, all humans need, in fact, people go to strangers to get it like a therapist. 
is they want to be seen and heard. And they want to be acknowledged. And so, um, again, the process might be hard and become hard in ways like you didn't know, but talk about it. Game plan, like support each other. Say like, oh my gosh, like I didn't expect it to impact us in this way. Okay, what what are we going to do about it? We, using we language also. What are we going to do about it? How can I support, you know, help support you? Um, what can we do differently? How can we shift this without, you know, giving it up? I don't think either one of us wants to throw in the towel on this new thing, but how can we adjust? And all of those things take intentional conversation, like making um, adjustments like that that are meaningful like it takes conversation so do it often sometimes also people will um couples will come in and for sessions and they're like okay like we're gonna go you know especially like coaching um they do like the coaching and they do their six weeks and then it's like okay like you know now go implement these things out you know at home and continue to do it and um they don't talk about it so much after they just like you know yeah it's going to be something that we do um we're going to make this change but then it's not really revisited and especially when you're making big changes that are positive um you know revisit where each other is at and evaluate like okay does anything within this new habit or or new way of being together is there anything that needs to change to better suit like the season of our life how are you doing how are we doing with this communication and connection is key to the resistance (laughs) that comes up because behind resistance is often fear too it's a lot of fear and resistance (laughs) and um so talking about it, staying connected can, can help to reduce that fear, can help to reduce that anxiety of unknowns. It's like, okay, I, I know I'm feeling this change and I know I'm feeling resistance, but I know I got my partner. I know my partner has me. Like I know that we're in this together. And lastly, well, a couple more points. Um, but the other thing is, is a question, the question that came up of, okay, how do we, um, help to build this like neuroplasticity, right? Um, in each other, like, how do we help to like, as a couple, build that muscle of neuroplasticity and doing things differently. How do we continue to build that and, you know, combat this resistance and learn how to respond to resistance better? You can do it in in actually a lot of like fun, easy ways that build that muscle. Um, And one of them though, one of them before I get into like the ways of, of like more so like activities that you could do. One thing you want to remember is rest, rest. We don't talk about that enough. 
when you are creating a new habit and you're creating something new, I don't care if you are doing it as an individual, um, which is still like, well, I won't even get to that, but whether you're doing it solo or you're doing it as a couple, um, it, it takes a lot of effort, right? It takes a lot of energy to do things differently. Um, cause it's new and you're, you're trying on new things. You're, you're communicating differently. You're having to think about it more. You're being more intentional. You're, um, you know, you're responding to your emotions. You're responding to each other in new ways. And it just, it takes more energy and focus and attention. Your body and your mind need rest. I mean, it's just like, if we think about it, okay, you're, you're putting out more energy. You need to rest more too. You need your brain to be working in a, in a optimal you know, way. You need rest and rejuvenation so that you can have um, better focus, so that you can have more um, ability to emotionally regulate because when you're emotionally dysregulated, oftentimes we want to go into old habits and that, you know, that's kind of working against ourselves. So if we're trying to do something new, you want to make sure that you are rested. You want to, or getting enough rest, something that you and your partner can talk about too, is, you know, what season of life are you guys planning on making this big change? What season is, you know, if you've already decided like we're doing it, we want to implement this being mindful of like, okay, where, where are, you know, where's your energy going outside of that? And how can you rest and conserve it too? Um, then some other things to think about that are practices that can be helpful when you're wanting to like make, um, just kind of like build that muscle again of neuroplasticity and newness and being able to do that in your relationship is learn things, new things together. Learn new things together. That could be fun. <laughs> like it doesn't like that. That could be um, going new places together, walking new routes. I actually really, if you're like in a in a place where you can walk together, I think walking, taking walks together is very beneficial just in general. Um, But then you think about like take a new route together. Um, That can, that's one way of like building, you know, new pathways in your brain. You're just thinking about newness and new experiences. So any way that you can, whether it's new food, new restaurant, new place, new environment, new music, new learning something new, like new, new maybe changing some things around, have fun with that. Like that's just a fun way of just practicing newness and creating new neural pathways. Like, yeah, don't overthink it. Just enjoy it and experience it and think new experiences with my partner will help build this muscle. Having new conversations, which usually sprout out of those new experiences. So um, I think that is pretty much all I have um, for what to do when you are facing resistance. Just to recap, because I know that that was a lot, you want to first practice reframing that resistance. 
You want to cue it as, okay, this is the beginning of a process that we both want. (laughs) Um, And so letting it be a cue for um, you to keep going versus the cue of like, well, this is hard or this is like the wrong direction. No, it's resistance and it's going to come up. And it's part of the process of building that muscle. Also, um, second point, communication is key. If you're going to try and build something new in your relationship, make sure your partner is a part of it. Communicate. Communication leads to more connection. Connection can kind of dissipate that anxiety, that fear around it. Have open conversations. Be open to hearing um, what the value is behind it, what the fear is possibly that's coming up. And not just once. Come back to the conversation. Come back and discuss where you guys are at. Then you also want to acknowledge acknowledge each other in the process and um, express you know gratitude for the effort that your partner is putting in and that each other is putting in. Acknowledge the progress you're making along the way. And then when it comes to practicing, just like I said just just a little bit ago, um, you want to think about how you are resting and rejuvenating and think about new experience, new shared experiences that you can do more often that don't have to be grand just in the little ways, you know, here and there. And be mindful too if you're if you're making a huge change in your your guys's dynamic on top of if you have children like <laughs> like that's a lot of energy. So give yourself grace and and kind of um plan around that, right? Like you know, being mindful of are we are we moving too many things? Are we trying out too many things at once? Check in about that. And instead, can we focus on one, get that one down, that new habit, that new thing, and then habit stack. Ooh, habit stacking is a fun, that could be a whole other episode. Um, and if you're not too familiar with habit stacking, I think it was Atomic Habits by James Clear that discusses um, habit stacking. But anyways... That is just a resource you can go look at as far as habit stacking, but something to think about in this conversation is setting yourself, you know, each other up for success and kind of combating that resistance. Don't exhaust yourself. Try not to exhaust yourself. Try not to do too many things at once Um, and maybe, you know, take inventory of like how much change are you guys um, trying to implement And would it make most sense in the season of your life to do maybe one thing at a time and stack on to that once you get that one thing that feels like more like riding a bike, you know, that has that you kind of have down, then you add on the second thing. So I hope that this episode was helpful. Um, Let me know what your best takeaway or your, your, yeah, what you got out of it. Um, what your best takeaway was 
And if you're somebody who is looking for individual or couple um, sessions, looking to improve your relationship, you want to work on the skills that build strong relationships, now is the perfect time. We're heading into 2024. And so it's a great time to get with your partner and come in and kind of come together and map out like what what do we want for 2024 in our relationships your relationship impacts everything your relationship with self as well, as well as your relationship and especially your relationship with your partner and others impacts so much <laughs> like we know this the quality of life in general our businesses how we do things finances everything so why I'm passionate about people experiencing whole and healed relationships because when we can do that, when we can live out and experience relationships that are beyond what we've experienced and more healed and more whole than what we've seen, I think that we all like, we all benefit from it. All right. Well, that's all I have. And I hope that again, that this episode added some value. If you have more questions, please send them my way. Um, I won't be doing a live very soon, but I will be doing some more podcast episodes. So if you have more topics, more questions, you can um, message me on Instagram or you can email me. The links are in the show notes. And again, if you are interested in doing one-on-one coaching, you can message me on Instagram or you can send me an email. All right. I hope that you enjoy the rest of your evening and we'll talk soon.